This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 7, Five Powerful Ways to Transform Anger into Joy, Part 1, by Gundy Gabriel with GoodLifeZen.com, and I'm your host, Joss Marie. Welcome back to the show, where I read you some of the most popular relationship blogs out there. Today's author is actually one that we read on pretty much all of our podcasts, Good Life Zen. But this post isn't from the founder of the site, Mary. It's actually from a guest author. Before we get to the post, if you're new here, it would be great if you would take a moment to subscribe to the show. You'll get all new episodes sent to you automatically, and it goes a long way to help with the show's rankings. So wherever you're listening to this, if you like the premise of the show and you want to hear popular blogs being read to you like an audiobook, simply hit the subscribe button on the podcast app of your choice. And with that, Let's get the show going and start optimizing your life. Five Powerful Ways to Transform Anger into Joy, Part 1, by Gundy Gabriel with GoodLifeZen.com It happened again. You tried to stop yourself. You wish you hadn't said it, and yet, despite all of your best efforts, you lost it once again. You know better. You know you should be more spiritual and not allow others to push your buttons or disturb your peace. But whenever it happens, you are powerless. You just explode. It's a vicious cycle and you feel like a failure. Worst of all is the hopelessness because you know it will happen again, no matter what you do or how much you meditate. Will it ever end? Actually, the solution may be easier than you think. It may just take a few simple techniques to help you transform your conditioned push-button response into a state of peaceful joy. I know because I was one of the worst offenders and thought I could never get control of my temper. It took me years to find ways to break the cycle, but gradually I did, and it can work for you too. If you want to transform anger into joy, read on. You might be amazed at what you are capable of. Breaking the cycle. First, a basic understanding of why people can push your buttons. What's the mechanism at work here? Well, you probably heard of neural pathways in the brain. Simply put, these are mental programs that trigger a certain emotional response, in this case, anger, to a particular stimulus, which equals your push button. It's so ingrained, it has become automatic which is why you have such an impossible time stopping yourself. Reprogramming those neural pathways to a different response requires three steps. Number one, recognizing that a trigger has occurred equals someone pushed your buttons, you feel anger arising. Number two, interrupting the pathway for at least a few seconds equals one of the five steps below. And number three, Inserting a new response in the brief interruption window you just created. Done repeatedly, this will create a new reflex and the old push button will no longer work. You are retraining your mind in other words, somewhat like Pavlov's dog. It might work the first time or it may take some practice, but work it will if you persist. And the rewards will be amazing. Anger is an addiction. It is nothing to be ashamed of. It is like a disease that suddenly comes over us, takes over our mind, and does whatever it pleases. 
Once it subsides, we realize how out of proportion our reaction was and how much damage we have caused. Unnecessarily, usually, but by then it is too late. The worst thing you can do is feel guilty or feel like a failure. Self-loathing and guilt only strengthen the addiction and produce more latent anger that will erupt later. It's a vicious cycle. And, frankly, guilt is a complete waste of time and energy and has never solved anything. Think about it. Five powerful tools to transform anger into joy. Now let's look at several ways to interrupt the neural response when someone is pushing your buttons and you are about to explode. Number one, you've heard it before, but yes, take a deep breath. One of the most powerful tools we have to control our emotions, any emotion, is the breath. Our breath is directly linked to our emotions and you can use it to either calm yourself or erupt further. You can always tell by a person's breath what emotional state they are in. Try it sometime. When you feel even the slightest inkling of anger arising, drop everything, close your eyes, and take one slow deep breath. It may feel like an eternity and your ego will be screaming to get your angry response out. But make a commitment right now that you won't speak until you have taken at least that one breath. A temporary state of insanity. It only takes a few seconds, but it can be enough to break or at least slow down the rise of temporary insanity we go through when anger takes us over. If you can do more than one breath, that's even better. But for now, make a commitment to take just one breath and keep on practicing it. How do you practice? Throughout the day, whenever you remember, stop for a moment and take a deep breath. Close your eyes if you can. Take just a few seconds and then resume what you were doing. Any little thing that might dull your mood, even temporarily, the weather changing, a loud noise, someone's comment, take a deep breath. Why? Because by doing it over and over again, you are retraining your subconscious mind to respond to any negative trigger with a deep breath. When we get angry, it often happens so quickly that we don't realize it until it's over and too late. By practicing taking a deep breath, even with small annoyances or challenges, you program yourself for a different response when it really matters. A deep breath can clear stuck energy. Another benefit of deep breathing throughout the day is the clearing of stuck energy, usually caused by negative emotions such as sadness, anger, fear, guilt, etc. The less stuck you are, the less likely you are to explode. Pretty simple. Number two, hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Five Powerful Ways to Transform Anger into Joy by Gundy Gabriel with GoodLifeZen.com. And I'll finish this article for you in tomorrow's show. Once again, a really, really easy way to not only help this podcast, but also benefit yourself is to simply subscribe to the show. You'll then get all the new episodes delivered to you automatically. And I'll keep this nice and short for you. But as promised, I'll be back tomorrow to wrap up this post. So, I'll see you there in the Wednesday show, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, 
the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. Oh,